0: not a good question this week so uh what's your favorite horror movies from the 90s Okay, how good is demon knight
1: <laughs> it is kind of a good question because it's kind of slim pickings because as we've kind of discussed on the show before there's not really that many great horror movies from the 90s it's it's probably like the weakest of the decades when it comes to horror movies maybe the 2000s
0: which makes no fucking sense because I...
1: it came off of like the best decade in horror
2: yeah like there's a surprising number of, of, like, when I say surprising, I mean more than three yeah. uh, number of good horror movies that came out in the 90s, but they're all, like, at the very beginning of the 90s, yeah. and then toward the end, it's when they were just like, well, I guess we'll just keep remaking these, or making dumb sequels. I mean, it
1: still counts if it's early 90s. It
2: does, sure. and th- there's also a couple good ones, like I saw from list that are like, they're not straight up horror, they're more kind of like action horror.
1: Well, I'm telling you right now, if you steal my answer, I will cut your throat on the show.
2: Well, you can go first. <laughs>
1: Because I don't want my throat cut
0: No, I think you should just cut his throat anyway Uh, Do you guys
1: mind if I go first?
0: Yeah,
2: go first I mind
1: Okay, Philip, you can go first I'm just kidding, you go first Alright, well, Philip's going to be the (laughs) same as me anyway I guarantee it Favorite horror film of the 90s? Misery, hands down
0: It's pretty good It's a good one Yeah I mean, it's difficult to find one Since that's like Just one of the best movies ever made Like (laughs) probably top 100, top 200, something like that it's gonna
2: be hard to beat it.
1: it's one of my favorite horror movies period and it's one of my it's probably my favorite Stephen King movie so it's like easy for me
2: yeah it's you threw a dart at a board but the problem is the entire board was like <laughs> sixty by ninety and oh just misery
1: <laughs> so
0: just a really easy game of darts yeah. yes
1: we we've talked about it on the podcast before go listen to the misery episode because it's a great fucking movie and super intense brutal
0: at least let's watch the movie I mean yeah you can listen to the episode or don't, but...
1: <laughs> yeah, we don't really care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> doesn't really matter. Misery's great because Kathy Bates. Because James can, or con, depending on in what decade Stephen's fucking describing it Depending
1: in. on where in the country you're from.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, they both do an insanely good job, and it's scary as all fuck. I mean, <laughs> Kathy Bates is right up there with Tim Curry. Honestly.
1: <laughs> I mean, truly. it's It's realistic, too. It's not like a supernatural horror.
0: Yeah, uh, I guess I'm going to go with, even though it's, like, super recent discovery, I really was surprised by how good Candyman was. Like, shocked, actually. Because I had never seen it, and I just assumed it was of the caliber of, like, all those other kinds of horror movies of its same, like, genre, if you will. Where it's just, like, mostly slasher, mostly just, like, teens getting killed. That's what I thought it would be. And that's what it was for the first, like... It's way
1: deeper than those... Probably, like, the most complex slasher story.
0: Definitely. The most complex one that I actually give a fuck about. I mean, they get complex as fuck, but it's like, who cares?
1: Yeah. By the time Pinhead goes to space, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, That's like four movies in. There's,
2: <laughs> there's a point where you go from, con- like, complex to convoluted. Yeah. And that's very much like Hellraiser. And,
1: and that like, gets convoluted by four. Yeah. There's like 11 of those. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there basically aren't Pinhead movies after four. It's just stuff that had like, eh, let's slap a pinhead in there. Let's put a pin in it, if you will.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it's not like the Fast and Furious movies where each one gets a little bit more crazy? No.
0: Also, there's no family in the Pinhead movies, except for the Cenobites, I guess. Those are kind of a family.
1: They really are.
0: God, dude. (laughs) Can you just imagine Pinhead turning to the Cenobites and being like, the most important thing is family? (laughs) And they all just like chainy ch- chain together and start sucking each other's dicks.
1: We're gonna sit down and suck each other's dicks at this kitchen table like a goddamn
0: family. And they call it the <laughs> Aristocrats.
1: <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So Candyman is an excellent choice, Philip. High five over the air. There we go. Yeah. All right. Get... You just put in like a really terrible
2: like clap sound right there for a mm-hmm. sound effect.
1: I'll just record my ass clapping because you got me thick. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so, my pick for this is going to be from Dusk Till Dawn. Love um it. so that that kind of falls into kind of more the like action horror like I said toward the beginning. Yeah. And that's that's just more kind of my jam. Like I like I like when humans are very much out of their element against like crazy supernatural bullshit. In this case, vampires,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, or the whole aspects of like being hunters or things like that. Mm-hmm. So I dig from dust till dawn a lot. And there's
1: tons of dusters in that movie. There is, and it's in the desert. There is, and there's shotguns. Yep. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and cowboy from
0: dusters till dawn.
2: I wasn't even thinking about like the dusters and the desert part and stuff like that. <laughs> and then Steve is just like,
3: <laughs> "I wasn't even
0: thinking about those dusters." You don't
2: pick on me. <laughs> yeah. And then Steve was just like, "It's got everything we make you fun liar. of cheats for all the time." I mean, so, it does though. Yeah. It <laughs> does.
0: I mean, you fucking picked it. It's not like we said it was going to be from dusk till dawn, isn't it? <laughs> no. We didn't do that.
2: You're right.
1: It's a great movie. You though. looked
0: up a list. You Googled. I love the that. Movie.
1: It's silly. It's gory, brutal. Like, has fun effects. I think. It's got Tom Savini with yep. a fucking dick pistol. <laughs> Sex machine. That was his name. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Dick we pistol. We need to do an episode on that. On that have movie. we not? No, we've never. No, done we that haven't.
2: Movie. I refuse to believe that. <laughs> Look, I'm <Like, okay>. sorry. <laughs> we absolutely have
0: not. Cheats. What do you mean you refuse to believe it?
2: It just seems like something we would have done
1: already.
0: Yeah, well, lots of stuff seems like that until we do it. <laughs>
1: We can only watch so many fucking movies in 10 years, jeez. All right.
0: Okay, for the sake of not saying Demon Knight right away, uh, the uh, first two Wishmaster movies Mm. are straight up bangers. Yeah. They're they're great. (laughs) Fantastic movies. Love them. Uh, Also, uh, Event Horizon. See,
1: that's what I thought Philip was going with. People
0: have turned on it. No. Because it's... Who's turned on it? Lots of people. Oh, I'm going to kill like, those how motherfuckers. Pra- how, <laughs> how poorly made some of it is. <laughs> it but doesn't matter, Larry Fishburne. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm I'm into big concepts. Yeah, yeah. And that one's got it in spades. Yep, it sure. Experimental is. ship drive yep. sends it uh, to hell. And back. Hell Dimension. <laughs> or, I guess, Hell Galaxy. I don't know, like, we don't know where hey, Hell is, but it's somewhere you can go in a ship. There's a lot of Hell to go around. <laughs> and
1: also, maybe not, but I'm pretty sure it spawned that entire folded something in half, like a piece of paper and stick a pencil through it trope that's in, like, fuckloads of, fuck of horror movies and shows now.
0: It's, a, I mean, yeah, I wanna it's, say a, it's usually Stargate. a science fiction, fiction thing. I want to say that was Stargate that did it first. Oh, was it? I mean, I'd have have to look to see which, because those came out very close together. I want to say that was really early 90s. I mean, obviously, (laughs) somebody did that with a piece of paper and were like, but what if we could fold space? It's like, (laughs) well, yeah, what if we could fucking do anything? Just jump there with really long legs.
1: (laughs) Pogo sticks. A giant space shuttle pogo stick whatever event horizons the fucking shit
0: <laughs> i'm finding out very quickly that d is way into really horrible overacting <laughs> big big fan i really don't care too much about acting <laughs> i i gotta i gotta, gotta disagree with that assessment of of your of your preferences here okay well you well, fucking that's, that's those are your preferences <laughs>
1: That's okay. just like your opinion, man. You love
0: love John Lithgow in fucking whatever that crazy ass movie we watched a few weeks Raisin ago. Raising Kane. Raising Kane. <laughs> Raisin yes. Yeah. And you obviously love Billy Zane. Yeah. I love Billy Zane
1: too.
3: For had, today.
0: had I had my drive, I just bought like an external DVD drive. Yeah. Had I had that two weeks ago, we would have been watching Ricochet right now. <laughs> okay. With his. uh... <laughs> <laughs> Because that's Denzel Washington. <laughs> right now. Right up against fucking John Lithgow. <laughs> so <laughs> so we would have been watching that right now, as in we and would have podcasted is, it live. That <laughs> and That is it's fucking insane. I mean, how could it not be insane? You've got possibly one of the greatest actors ever going up against the hammiest, most scene-chewingest actor ever. And it's like, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, exactly. Maybe one of them will just eat his way out of the film and kill me. I and mean, you remember virtuosity? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. Which you also loved. I know.
1: <laughs> hey, it all goes back to trash versus art in my opinion. Like G-Heart was firmly in trash.
0: Firmly in the trash camp. Well, I was as well though. Like I don't know if you remember the, the episode, but like I <laughs> picked trash over art. Which seems counterintuitive. I
1: picked a nice blend. A nice brew
0: well isn't that the just most cheatsiest answer you've ever given <laughs>
1: i mean it was only just too be proud
0: of your oh, i don't want to pick answer just do it
1: <laughs> wow i'm still sitting here wow i for the sake of uh-huh. horror not saying that it's it's my one of my favorites from the 90s
0: he's gonna say scream
1: yeah i was gonna say in the younger generation of uh horror lovers scream and i know what you did last summer both of those are huge movies I think they're both solid.
0: I know what you made in the early 90s, and you regret it. That's what it should be called.
2: <laughs> also, I'm surprised that we haven't mentioned Tremors. Before. Oh, yeah. That's a re-
0: another uh, one. Is that yeah. 90s? I thought it was the very like, edge of the 80s. It's
1: 1990.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, like we've said on mo- many other podcasts, obviously, we didn't all just throw away our parachute pants as soon as the <laughs> 80s were over. So, that's why we got a couple of good horror movies at the beginning of the 90s. Yeah. Because oh. we didn't realize it was the 90s and we didn't yet. even mention like In the Mouth Madness or anything. Like, like Yeah, I mean there's hundreds we could mention. Yeah. When we say that's a terrible decade, it means that like there's no there's hardly any like standout movies. Right. right? Where it's like
1: There's like ten. <laughs>
0: there's there's a bunch of decent ones. I would say In the Mouth of Madness is is a very good movie. You're mentioning an awful lot of Sam Neill movies. Yeah. Your Sam Neill hatred has clearly been rehabilitated out of you. Well, I've gotten over not being an archaeologist. <laughs> <laughs> it's a paleontologist? <laughs> Whatever.
3: I don't care.
1: You belong in a museum. People Under the Stairs and Serpent and the Rainbow are both 90s. But, like, once you get up to, like, that 11 and 12, like, top movies, it's like Wes Craven's New Nightmare. And you're just like, mm. Mm.
0: You're really reaching for a decent one. I'm not sure Serpent and the Rainbow isn't
1: in I didn't, but I thought it was. Just making okay, shit well, up
0: now. it doesn't really matter you what. You know what? We're going to go on record and saying that it's definitely in the 90s and we don't have to look it up.
1: Nope. I was wrong. 1988. Oh, fuck okay, me. Never mind. Okay.
0: I thought Trimmers was in the eighties. <laughs> so fuck me too.
1: Welcome to Motion Picture Meltdown. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen the Ross Rosenberg,
0: Phil the Kill Collins, Cheats the Streets McGee, Andy Hart.
1: And we're finishing up MPM Black History Month with a couple picks from D. Hart.
0: Okay, so we have a uh, Surviving the Game from 1994, and Tales from the Crypt presents Demon Knight from 1995. Both directed by. Ernest R. Dickerson Clearly very prolific during this time mm-hmm. Oh, uh, he He still works he, he just does, like, TV now, though Right, yeah and, But he's done a lot of, like, oh, no, big I just mean, like, that people know about Two fairly decent movies back-to-back in the 90s Like, 94, 95 Oh, he had, a, like, a three-movie run It was, like, a It was Surviving the Game Uh, shit, what was the name that movie? <laughs> Fuck, I was just thinking about it Uh, Damn it. Bulletproof.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Adam Sandler and Damon Wayans. Yeah. And then,
0: uh, that was right before the Tales from the Crypt movie, but, or, or right, right after. Yeah. But then, like, two years later, he's doing I mean, I think, I honestly think people thought, like, the the producers of Future Sport thought it was going to be, like, a popular movie. Well, it was made for TV. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was made for TV. I just thought it ended up on TV. I think that's, like, the, the early, uh... His early transition into TV. Made for ending
1: up on TV. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Steve. He also directed Juice with uh, Samuel Jackson. And was a primary cinematographer for Malcolm X. Malcolm Y. And <laughs> <laughs> did one stupid. of MPM's uh, first ever reviewed movies, Bones.
0: I think that was episode two.
1: Yeah, I guess we're going to have to revisit that at some point since that episode is long gone.
0: Well, we definitely are. D-Hard hasn't seen it. I can't have that.
1: pretty fun uh, black director, and primarily black actors in his films, which is why we're doing a couple of his movies.
0: Alright, so I guess we'll start with Surviving the Game from 94, unless anyone has any objections about that.
1: I hadn't seen this movie since I was like, fucking, I don't know, probably like 95, 96, Mm. maybe once since then, in the early 2000s or something. (laughs) I, was, I remembered Gary Busey is like the only fucking thing I remember Dude,
0: this. he is super memorable in this.
1: <laughs> I was like, I remember Gary Busey being a fucking psychopath in that movie. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's crazy as hell.
0: You gotta love how crazy he is. And he's
1: not even the main villain. No.
0: What you have to love is the fact that Ice-T is witnessing him come apart at the seams at the dinner table and just <laughs> is fine with it. He's like, well, you do you, man. I'll take these cigarettes, you definitely lace with some kind of crazy drug. And he's like, "And your patients know about this?" <laughs> he's like, "Fuck no." <laughs> but you do. Okay, just as an aside, nobody this crazy could possibly be a psychiatrist. No. Like, there's no hiding this level of crazy. Well, he's a psychiatrist for CIA. They Oh yeah, that's they that's a good point. crazy point. I forgot and that he said he worked for the company. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, he totally would work for the CIA as a psychiatrist. It's like it takes a crazy man to know a crazy man, doesn't it? Crazy man.
1: Yeah, you would think that if he didn't tell on himself, his teeth would tell on him. Yeah, no kidding. His
0: teeth are like, look, I don't have the same representation as uh, Gary Busey. I think he should be fired from this. Problem. I honestly
1: switch back and forth between Gary and Jake, so not really any loyalty to either. Well,
0: I think those are the replacement teeth from after his accident. Which ones?
1: Oh, yeah. The giant teeth that he
0: has in his face. <laughs> He'd lost all of his front teeth? God he, damn, this fucking had, accident like, a, molested him. He had a huge, like, head injury. Yeah, I knew he, I knew he had and, a head injury, but that doesn't mean you lost the front half of your head. Like, that means that your brain is fucked <laughs>
1: Real up. Real quick, like, Gary Busey always had really fucking huge teeth, though, because I remember he he was in this movie in, I think, the 70s. He got nominated for an Oscar for playing Buddy Holly. And I remember seeing that picture of Buddy Holly from that movie, and I was like, why does Buddy Holly have giant fucking Nashers?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, because he's going to fucking eat you. All right,
1: let's get on with the uh, synopsis here. A homeless man is hired as a survival guide for a group of wealthy businessmen on a hunting trip in the mountains, unaware that they are killers who hunt humans for sport and that he is their new prey.
0: Because uh, right away, it's obvious... It's like, if you're a homeless man, you got to know that the rich people are trying to make you fight to the death. We've already talked about this on the podcast. This is uh, Disney's bum fights all over again. So, they're like, here's here's a million zillion dollars, and we're going to have you guide us through the woods, even though you don't know shit about the woods. It's like, (laughs) uh, alright. Just red flags all over the
1: fucking place. But he is homeless, he is desperate, you know.
0: No, he's desperate now now that he's put himself in this situation. It's like the level of cleverness he exhibits for the rest of the movie does not match up to how stupid he is for falling into this trap in the first place. It's so obvious.
1: So I think his backstory is that, you know, he, he becomes homeless, he's really depressed, you know, he lost his wife and kid, and there's another guy who, like, wants to help him, and he's like, I don't give a fuck about anything, I don't give a fuck about my life, you know, goes on, and the guy's like, I got a job. He's like, I don't give a fuck! The guy's like, okay, and one second later, he's He's like, well, about this job. Yeah. Dude,
0: he's, he's like, look, you don't understand. I literally just tried to kill myself. I was going to die until you pushed me out of the way. But also. Yeah, but also, um, I <laughs> hey mean, can I get a dollar? <laughs> like,
1: what the fuck? Very confused.
2: He, Well, he's just the most not giving a shit in this person mm-hmm. here, like, in general. And I feel like. Like him taking a couple steps, it's funny, but it, it's also just like he went from like I don't give a shit, and then his brain's like, but you do give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like
1: well, like a voiceover, yeah.
0: Don't they mention this all the time with suicide though? It's like no, totally. If, if someone stops you and act, like five minutes later, you're probably okay. Yeah, yeah. right. No, well, I mean. you know, I mean, not not okay, but you know. If you don't have access to an easy, it's quick like, way on, to David. kill yourself, well, you're pretty spirit? much just its like, well, fuck, I guess if I'm going to still be alive... I might as well work. Where's the cigarettes? <laughs> yeah.
1: I might as well work for this clearly fucked up job position.
0: I can see him trusting this guy. Well, yeah,
1: that's the whole reason Cheats and I were talking about that because he was like, or imagine that. All these businessmen are all white guys. And I said, well, they have the one black guy to lure yeah. we in black people. Basically. Exactly. Well,
0: and also just because he like literally waited until he was going to kill himself and then saved his life specifically so he would trust him, which makes sense. But then as soon as he gets there and starts talking to Rucker Howard, it's like he should have immediately fucking known better. Yeah. It's like... This guy Ruckerhauer is the sketchiest. Yeah, he is. Oh my god. He's like, not actual Ruckerhauer. Yeah, I'm saying the character (laughs) that he is. I'm just teasing you, D
1: heart. He goes and meets him about this job, and he's like, Well, I'm afraid that your endurance isn't good. And he's like, Isn't that one of them running machines? Yeah.
0: Seriously? (laughs) Seriously, Ice T? (laughs) It's like, No, that machine's for jerking off. Haven't you ever been to a rich guy's office before? The whole setup is just preposterous, but it's fine. We forgot to mention, I guess it doesn't really matter, but there's a whole scene at the beginning where he's like meets the homeless, or he's like talking to this homeless friend of his, and he shows him about a gun, about how you should never try to fire it before you've cleared the chamber and everything. Yeah, because that guy's a homeless vet. Yeah, so he knows.
1: Ice T acts like he has never even heard (laughs) of a gun before in the scene.
0: Well, yeah, and then he proceeds to just simply shoot guns for the rest of the movie real quick
1: before we get into uh more of the meat of the movie it is worth mentioning specifically toward like the first fourth of this movie that the score is fucking atrocious oh it's awful
0: <laughs> it's actually worse earlier on. yeah that's
1: what i'm saying it kind of settles once they get to the the hunt but like in the first portion of this movie it's like no fucking clue what it wants to be there's some sexy sax music one second and then the next there's some like like Hoedown Shit That like
0: Well you gotta remember This is the early This is the early 90s There's lots of Homeless saxophone players From the 80s When they all got laid off <laughs> Especially the guy From Lost Boys <laughs> He's one of the lucky ones He is one of the lucky ones He still plays that song He still plays that He still believes <laughs> <laughs> God damn it He does still believe Yeah
1: So D-Hart Are you saying that uh that the score was actually recorded by homeless saxophone players? No,
0: it was. We looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought so. I homeless, thought so. Sexuals, okay. Wait. <laughs> <Uh-oh>, homeless sexuals.
2: oh, homeless sexuals.
0: I don't know how I feel about that
3: one. I don't know how I feel about
2: it. <laughs> it settles, but it's it's still not good. It's just like they decided they had to have music, and it doesn't detract from the movie. But the music was bad enough early on. Like I legitimately asked you, I was like, was this made for TV? Cause like this, the music's terrible. What's happening? Yeah, like
0: it's just awful. It's not like they kept it a secret that they were going to the woods. They could have just played the same woods music in the city. Nobody's gonna care. Like nobody watching it. Yeah. I mean, it would certainly be better.
2: Also, ominous didgeridoos. (laughs)
1: That's when you get to the. Yeah. That's more when you get to the hunt. But it's still just weird.
0: It's a bit of a redundancy considering that literally all didgeridoos are (laughs) ominous. Yeah. Any size or shape. I don't think so. Uh, they but... should
1: have don't in this
0: movie. Oh, a not Steven. That's a classic. Yeah, because the hunt is in Oregon. Yeah. The hunt is in Oregon, which makes the didgeridoo really out of place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was out of place regardless, but... They get to the woods. Gary Busey proceeds to fucking scar everyone at the table with a ridiculous story. He's like, my yeah. dad... Made me fuck a dog to death. And storm. I loved it! <laughs> <laughs> not it's the like, exact story, but... I mean, yes. can we not... <laughs> it's pretty close. It's like pretty He made close. me antagonize this dog every goddamn da- day. Until one day, it's my 13th birthday. He made me spill <laughs> peanut butter all over my balls. <laughs> <laughs> he pushed me into the woods. <laughs> I mean, honestly, there's nothing I, know, I can say... He, me or him. Or my balls. <laughs> <laughs> or my teeth. I mean... Honestly, who thought he was going to say he ate the dog?
1: Uh, yeah. What the way they... he was mashing okay. his teeth at this iced is a, tea.
0: This is a real question. What did they do with the rest of the pig? They ate it. What do you mean? When they served it, it was head only. No, that was just so that they could look into its eyes while they ate it, so they could. see There was its meat soul.
1: around the head too. Yeah.
0: Well, but also, yeah, like there was like meat that it, the head was just okay, a it's centerpiece, like a, a cutlery tray. Yeah, yeah it. it's it's more about the presentation and about the soul stealing.
1: <laughs> you also had John C. McKinley here was one of one of the other hunters. Fucking
0: Doctor Cox
1: from from uh, Scrubs, yes, uh, who
0: kind of tries to out crazy Gary Busey, which is a hilarious, <laughs> foolish Aaron. Yeah. No, but he is. He is very overacting.
1: <laughs> Definitely.
0: Yeah. It's like Gary B- Gary Busey just looks at him. He's like, look, man, I'm Gary Beezy. You don't have to try to be crazier than like, you're not going to win. No, like, just give. Just, it's okay. You're not as crazy. It's, it's fine. Some of us just aren't as crazy as others. He's like,
1: in the future, they will make commercials based on how crazy I am. <laughs> that I'll be in. <laughs> right. Yeah. And he's just like, all right, listen, there's crazy. There's Tom Cruise
2: Crazy. And there's Gary Busey crazy. Bananas. Gary Busey bananas. (laughs) And I'm goddamn Gary Busey.
0: Now we just need a Mission Impossible movie where a plane takes off and Gary Busey's hanging on by his teeth. Is that... (laughs) 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 Just to outdo Tom Cruise. Just one more.
1: Oh, you got the guy from, uh, from Grand Budapest Hotel.
0: F. Murray Abraham.
1: F. Murray Abraham. That's right him and his son. His son has no fucking clue what they're doing there, no. by, the, by
0: the way. Oh, he thought they were doing, like, a legitimate hunt. Yeah. It's like, hey, I've been hunting since I was 12. This is no big deal. Yeah, he's I'm like to the point, like, hey, we're hunting humans. Like,
1: what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like...
0: My favorite is how not on board he ever is. Never. At any point. I mean, honestly, right up until the time he gets killed, he's doing everything just out of spite. Like, towards his dad. Which I'm into.
1: Well, of course! He's being forced to hunt a human. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm not gonna do this.
0: I'm sorry, if somebody tells me that I'm going to be forced to hunt a human, I'm just leaving, and I'm taking all their guns with me. They had such a good opportunity, like, at the, uh, about two-thirds point to get out. Yeah. It was, I mean, we'll get to it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, um... They, they wake they, him up next morning with a gun to his face. Good work today, and we'll most likely kill you in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, after breakfast, of course. Uh, yes, they're gonna eat a leisurely breakfast of pig head, and then they're going to chase down iced tea and murder him. It's
1: not like he gets anything if he wins. All he gets if he all he gets to do is live. He did get some. Uh, he did get like, some sort of advancement of
2: money. He got man. like two hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean, is, yeah I mean, it wasn't <laughs> enough. I
0: would, I would let someone hunt me for. Let's see. It would have to be somewhere... it has got to be a big payout. I don't want to have to work anymore. Somewhere in the millions. Yeah, several millions. Usually
1: you have something like this, like like a running man type situation.
0: But usually also, right before the end, they're like, you were never getting the money. It was impossible (laughs) to win. That's why you always negotiate your $200 up -up 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 front fee. It's going to have to be a little more than that up front. So, but also... Is there anything that someone could do to convince you that they weren't just full of shit and lying? Like, it's like, I would let someone hunt me for this many million dollars. It's like, well, they could say any number of million dollars, they're going to kill you, and they're not going to let you live, no matter what. Have you ever thought about what kind of fucked up shit you would do for money? (laughs) No, because there's a lot of things I would not do for money. Well, there's a lot of shit I would do for money. Well, I was thinking like we already know that. You said you'd (laughs) chop your finger off and just walk out of a room for money. Like... (laughs) You literally said that on the podcast. Okay, well, I think it was like Four Rooms. Is that the name of the movie? I, I don't know if we talked about we, No, you talked about it. And you okay, were like, Well, Four Rooms, I would, I would totally do the Four Rooms situation. Let someone chop off my finger. He chops his own finger off, doesn't he? No, he chops off someone else's finger. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would do that. <laughs> He's not involved in the bet. These guys are betting against the It's each just other. a finger. Okay. And they're, they're willing to pay him some kind of money to do the chopping. And he's like, oh, chop. And then he's out the fucking door. <laughs> I misunderstood. I've still never seen it. so. But either way, there's a ton I would do from where I'm like, how much would be the absolute bottom line? And it's very difficult to find. Because sometimes I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'd probably do for a little less. <laughs> but how much less? Anyways, doesn't matter. So Ice-T is on foot, just running through the woods. They're just shooting at him and telling him run away or whatever.
1: Making he pig squeal say, noises at him while didgeridoos are just ominous it's like slow didgeridoo music but like the fast outback beat behind it yeah it's like wow wow
2: it's like what is happening of all the movies that are just humans hunting humans is there even one of them where like the entire group of hunters aren't fucking crazy no,
1: because they're hunting humans.
2: Dude. They're not. What I, what I mean is, like, like they're crazy. Like, if you're hunting another human, but I mean, like, every single movie, they're just like, fuck, big noises. I'm gonna get you. You get it. And there's nobody that's just like... Because they're hunting humans. I know, but I'm just saying... is there Jesus
0: is not- just trying to say, he wants to hunt humans, but he doesn't think he's as crazy as
1: them. <laughs> it's like, I could maybe hunt humans, but am I not crazy enough? <laughs> I just feel like there's not even like- one
2: person I can think of that is just like, I'm all in it for the hunt. And they're like, not just fucking
1: shouting well, gibberish. The, the thing time is, time. Cheats, is this no. is all based <laughs> off of the same story. Yeah. They're, it's all based off the same shit where they were crazy in that story. And so every time the story is retold, it's all crazy. And it's been told so many times. And also,
0: can we just not anymore? We've already had this same fucking story, I swear to God, at least ten times.
1: Or at least have this story, but with the hunters win. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which is basically
1: like Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
0: I'd be fine with that as long as like it lasted the ten minutes that it would normally that it would actually take in real life. Which is my main beef with this whole fucking thing is that they're like, oh, he'll give us a good hunt, but they chase him down and almost shoot him right away. Yeah. Yeah. But and it's he gets like, away. <laughs> yeah, but what if they killed him? Like, well, that was a good fifty thousand dollars spent. My son didn't even get to see the murder. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone get to choke the life at him, which is apparently what he thought was going to happen. That's what Gary Busey wanted. Yeah. Which he totally would have done. No, his dad wanted him to. He's like, you're going to learn a fucking skill you don't have. You're going to be fucking sucking dicks and biting (laughs) off faces by the end of this goddamn mission. I'm going to kill everybody. It's like, these people just go back to regular lives after this? What, what the
1: fuck? right you call regular life? I mean, an actual psychopath.
0: I'm trying to accurately convey the level of crazy that is in this fucking movie because it is real. It really He's a real is. Effed
2: Murray Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, that is
1: fucking excellent.
2: So they they chase him down and he he gets away and then doubles back to the cabin because he he thinks he might be able to actually get stuff and he. He goes there. Of course, there's nothing in the cabin. They have all the weapons with him. But he breaks into this... Well, he oh, breaks into this in locked room that I showed earlier, which I don't know very many people that walk up to like just a padlock and they just violently shake it. No, just he hit see. it with some stuff. No, like, beginning when they first get
0: to
3: oh, the cabin, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's
2: just like, what's this locked room? <laughs> and just like, he shakes the lock.
0: <laughs> Dude, that's he's he homeless. That's yeah. how he approaches all situations. <laughs> it's true. Can I choke <laughs> it out?
2: He breaks the lock. He goes in the room and finds it's full of just, like, just severed heads of the people that uh, that they've hunted. So,
1: this is the second thing that I remember from this movie. Just the room of heads.
2: Yeah. Also, hidden joke, there's one with his name
0: on it. It's a mason oh. jar. Oh, ah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. It
0: is a mason jar! Oh, by my God. The, by the way, the guy's name is Mason in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Ice-T is called Mason.
1: We didn't talk about this, but, like... The reveal of this movie, which I guess is supposed to be that they're hunting
0: him. Yeah, I don't think so, though. Yeah, I was going to say, is
1: completely ruined by the literal first scene of the movie where they're shown hunting somebody else. But that guy's way ugly, and I'm kind of glad that they hunted him. <laughs> what the
2: <laughs> fuck? <laughs> what the
0: He's hell? got
1: the worst skullet. Like,
2: <laughs> Well, I guess
0: See? maybe you and so she can go hunt humans together. It's fine. I'm
2: not down for
0: this. Yes, you are. Okay. Don't lie to us. <laughs> you hate Canada and you love hunting humans. Just admit it. Just get a Canadian with a it, and you're ready to go. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> this guy looked like the white-faced Eddie Murphy Italian guy from Vampire in Brooklyn had a kid with Michael Ironside from Highlander 2.
0: All right. That's it. We're done. We're done with how ugly this guy is. Hart, am I wrong? Eh. Close enough. <laughs> So he gets in the room with all the heads in a jar, which is also a scene from any given episode of Futurama, except for this one's horror. It seems a little crazy, honestly, for this movie, because it's not that horrory of a movie. It's more like a thriller. But then you walk into this room and it's just severed heads in jars. And of course, a mason jar. Who thought it would have been funny if the, all of their dicks were in all those jars, too? <laughs> it would have been pretty good, right?
2: No. <laughs> That thought didn't even cross my brain. I'm just going to be honest here.
0: The indignity of not even having a separate jar. Yeah.
2: <laughs> now float
0: around with your own dick for the rest of time. So anyways, he's like, fuck this. I'm burning this motherfucker down. Pookie. So he pours, I don't know, whatever the fuck is in this painted water cooler jug. It's fire juice. <laughs> yeah, everybody don't knows. Worry about it. <laughs> it's fire juice. I'm guessing it
1: was gasoline for the four wheelers.
0: Yeah. I don't think Probably. that was a gas can. It doesn't matter. It was it was just a shitty prop, and I hated it. But anyways, he douses the cabin, waits for a couple of them to walk inside, sets it on fucking fire. As we know, he's super good at because he has crazy fire scars all over his back. So um, I love when you are getting his backstory. And his like... backstory, Hart. <laughs> oh goddamn! The story of his back.
3: Okay,
0: goddamn! Is... you are on it today, D'Art. His history and too also soon. How he got back scarring on his back. <laughs> But he's talking about how his house is a fire trap. It's like I was just imagining, like he's got a an oily rag collection right, right, next, right. To, right next to his. Uh, I told my to... novelty lighter collection <laughs> Defective <laughs> novelty lighters. It's like, man, I've been meaning to replace those twenty five rotisserie lamp rotisserie. <laughs> He <laughs> could have one of those too, because he's like, "Oh, it's a fire trap. Not, I should have fixed it. I'm never fixing it. I'm just calling him rotisserie <laughs> fans from now on." Oh, it's too late now. But so. that's that's totally what I was imagining. Oh yeah, and I mean, let's be and real. That's what it was. Surprisingly, uh, Gary Busey is the first to go because he—it's like he catches them out the back, yeah. While everybody else is dealing with the fire on the other side. Well, Doctor Cox probably demanded that they kill off Gary Busey because he was out crazying him. He was like, "How am I ever going to get
3: to shine?" Uh,
1: they may have not had the the funds to pay Busey for a whole movie, almost because well, he's definitely the biggest name, right? And Rucker Hauer is a pretty big name at this point too. And the
0: biggest teeth. And you have to think that he what they were having to pay both him it's and true. his teeth separate for
1: the separate salaries. So I'm thinking that they you know they were paying Ice T, paying Busey, and paying Rucker Hauer, and they were like, uh, "We got to." Yeah. Gotta get that, get one away, and we're gonna save money by getting Busey out of the way, quick. Sounds like a good plan. Gary Busey, uh, F. Mary
2: Abraham, and, and uh, his son all go in there. Uh, Gary Busey actually gets to the house to uh, Ice-T, who's in the back. Well, fucking F. Mary Abraham has to get saved by, by his son. But can you just imagine just your mind in your own damn business, and then Gary Busey brandishing a knife comes out of a flaming building at <laughs> you?
3: Just teeth just teeth That's first. actually how
0: Gary Busey exits all buildings, I've i t- I've heard. I mean, this did is enough to what, like Did put- you say it came out of the window teeth first? <laughs> yeah. I mean. God damn it. This is enough to kill a mortal
2: man. Yeah. No,
0: no, question. I mean question. just just Gary Busey flying at you with a knife. And then, that G- and G- cheese like, would just drop die. Just
2: a heart attack on the spot. Just <laughs> that's it. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, usually cheats would just throw up, but in this case, he would just
1: die, dude. Honestly, I I don't think I would have minded if Busey and Rutger Hauer's roles were switched. Like Busey is such a good fucking villain, man. Like he he really is.
0: Oh he, yeah, he is, but he's he's not conniving enough. Like Rutger Hauer couldn't have like uh, he couldn't have done that scene earlier about the fucking dog. Yeah, oh, fuck see, him. I
1: would have I would have had Busey be that person still, but be like the. But just be the head you. of it. Be all. the head of it all. Yeah.
0: No, I mean I get what you're saying. I just I just don't think it jives with how crazy he is. Like he couldn't function.
1: He couldn't set all this up.
0: But, well, and if he did, he would obviously knock it right over by accident with his craziness. Like he's just nuts. <laughs> yeah. He's just accidentally in this movie because they thought they were hunting a human. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, we're just making a movie about hunting. A
1: human. <laughs> this is bullshit.
0: Fuck this movie! Throw like, me back in that firehouse. It's like
1: you guys aren't gonna like include that story about the dog, right? Because that was real. That was, very, <laughs> <laughs> that was extremely personal,
0: <laughs> and I—I I mean, I, I whitewashed it completely. I definitely did fuck that dog to death. <laughs> so, uh, Gary Beasley's gone. They find his knife, and so they're like, "Oh, Gary Beasley must be dead," which is stupid because it's like if you're iced Tea. You know there's a knife right around there somewhere. Find that fucking knife before you leave. Because you need every advantage you can get. Later you're going to try to chop down a tree with a goddamn shotgun. <laughs> that's how unresourceful yeah. f- you are. Also, he had like 50 bullets in that shotgun. He could have just waited there for them. There killed eight. Kill-
1: yeah, well, there was only five people, cheats.
2: I
0: mean, that's not the point. There weren't, there weren't even five by that time. There was three left. And one of them didn't even want to no, fight him. No, there was nearly... four.
1: Dr. Er, uh, Dr. Cox. John C. McKinley <laughs> was still there and going crazy. You can call him Dr. Cox. We got to talk about him a little bit because he has like pure hatred for iced tea because he thinks that he killed his family. and.
0: Well, he just mostly prefers hot tea. I think he
1: just hates homeless people, basically. <laughs> like that's really what it is. Because cool. a, a homeless person
2: followed his daughter to school and like, sn- like snatched her up. He didn't say what happened, but we can only assume the worst.
0: Yeah, yeah, we we can't assume the worst. We know she's dead. So they say she's
2: dead. He just wants to kill fucking homeless people. Yeah. Ice T like captured him, tied him up, left him in a cave, and it's just like you know, oh, you don't know shit about me. Like they have the whole conversation, and like that's when we get Ice T's uh, backstory. And so he, he leaves him in the cave and just leaves to go somewhere else because Roger Howard of course knows where he is because him and his uh, his partner uh, are the only two people that actually are worth a damn despite the fact that they just immediately afterwards like John C McGinley just like I'm out he's like. Not gonna, I don't I don't remember exactly what he says but he's just like I don't want anything to do with this no you he guys... said
1: he could have had he had the chance to kill me and he didn't yeah so I'm not going I'm letting him go
2: yeah he's just like I don't want anything to do with this you guys can keep going after him I'm going home
1: it was fucking great though when Ice-T was carrying John C. McKinley over his back and just kept hitting his head into trees yes he was like shut the fuck up
2: <laughs> does anybody
0: else love how angry Ice-T is it's the best he should be in everything dude
1: he's so angry I mean rightfully he says, "Motherfucker, like Samuel L. Jackson level proportions in this movie." We
0: skipped over it because it's kind of immaterial to the plot, but it is material to how crazy Ice T's character is. He's stealing food from some kind of a, like processing facility, and there's like a security guard, and he fucking goes ballistic on this motherfucker, which makes yeah. sense because he was like gonna, he was like threatening to kill him. Yeah, this but he guy... just like. Break yourself, fool! And he's, like, freaking the fuck out. And it's like, oh, shit. He's fuck. like, no. Andrew, you're right. Somebody is going to die tonight. It's got to be you. I'm going <laughs> to shove this nightstick up your ass. <laughs>
1: and make you a popsicle. That's what he tells him. Yeah,
0: he's going to make him into an iced tea popsicle. Yeah. <laughs> Actual iced tea. So, you know, they immediately shoot uh, Dr. Cox directly in his fucking face. He was doing, I guess, a face turn, so they had to shoot him in his face. And the yeah. sun
1: freaks out yeah. at this point.
0: Yeah, rightfully. He hasn't actually seen anyone get murdered yeah. yet, I don't think. Well,
1: he knew the other guy got murdered, but he didn't see it. He got Yeah, but he didn't have to see it.
0: Yeah. It's a little different. <laughs> yeah, I would think. So, um they continue the hunt. Uh, they find his trail like leading into water, which was of course like for some reason, even though he lived on the streets and he never had a background of ever living in the woods, he's like a master of evading hunters. It's ridiculous. That's why they usually give these guys some kind of military. Yeah, deadly prey style. Know about right. It's like, oh, we didn't know which they didn't give it or hard target.
1: God, deadly prey.
0: (laughs) So good. (laughs) There's a reason why this story gets keep getting told. One, it's easy. It's very cheap to do. And two, it's cool.
1: And it's entertaining.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm sick and tired of it. Like I can't. I cannot stand another one of these. We've done them on other planets. We've done them fucking in Australia. Yeah. Turkey Shoot. I, is that I what it was think called? I like six different movies that we've done on this podcast that are this story. I know. That's why I said there was ten because I can think of six and there must be more than that. Like, it's it's just ludicrous. I mean, it's not ludicrous. It's ice tea. But anyways. <laughs> so he rigs one of yeah that's right I got you motherfuckers so he rigs one of their four wheelers to blow up and then he drives away on the other
2: one like the fucking ATV explosion with with the dummy and the the full like the full dummy burn and everything is so good
1: yeah it's excellent oh
2: it's
0: fantastic I love it oh my god I love it cut to Charles S. Dutton with just he's like he's got no fucking legs they're clearly just buried Lieutenant Dan <laughs> he got straight Lieutenant dan before yeah. it was even cool. because bloody stuff. That was the second
1: instance of a, of a funny-looking dummy in this movie. Because when Ice-T jumped off the cliff earlier yeah, and jumped into the water, there was a hilarious dummy that they just threw off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're like, well, we threw this dummy off this cliff, and we had to chase it down the river, so we're using this footage. That is all there is to it. It did look dumb as fuck, though. But also, who doesn't love it? Raise your hand if you don't love dummies being t- tossed off cliffs. So anyhow, somehow, I think it's Rucker Hauer... Like, shoots... The tire. uh, Yeah, of his four-wheeler that he's escaping on. Which causes him to wreck into this fucking wooden... Like, the stump that he would have definitely hit regardless. Yeah. He was, like, three (laughs) feet from it. But, um... Either way, it's like, why wouldn't Verker Howard just shot him in the fucking back? I said
1: the exact same thing to Cheats. I was like, why didn't he just shoot him right there? No idea. He's killed,
0: like, three quarters of your fucking hunting party. Maybe you should go ahead and let the hunt end. Or don't. (laughs) Whatever. You crazy-ass motherfucker. And
1: they start
2: hunting iced tea again. Uh, the son of F. Murray, Abraham, is just like, listen, fuck this. I don't want anything to do with this. I'm going to help you get get done with this, and then after this, we're going to have a, some sort of fucking talk when we get home because he's like, I'm not A
0: stern talking people. about stern talking people hunting, Dad. When Rutger Hauer <laughs> was leaning, leaning over the other dude, like, uh, you know, <laughs> getting ready to do his, his Vulcan neck death,
3: thing
0: uh that one's not vulcan because the vulcan one just knocks you out. it's one hand (laughs) this is the two hand version so uh when he's doing that they should have totally just shot him in the fucking back of the head and called it a goddamn day and he
1: has another chance later in the movie when he's even the dad he has another chance to kill rutger howard he just doesn't yeah it's like listen dude at this point no you deserve this i mean you deserved it anyway for people hunting but
0: Every bit of it, yeah. They chase him up to a big tree with a tree blast in half with a shotgun.
1: That is bullfuck, by the way.
0: They, they believe that he's gone across and uh, two out of three of them are on the other side of the they're on the tree, crossing the this ravine. If Rick Moranis popped was... up from behind <laughs> if Rick Moranis was in this fucking movie, he would have said, You fell for the oldest trick in the book a hundred and fifty <laughs> fucking times. Yeah. They fall for all of the tricks. Every trick he tries, they fall for it immediately. The old cigarettes crammed into the side of a tree smoking trick? Everybody knows that one, right? There's also the becoming one with the woods trick. (laughs) Yeah, that is the oldest, oldest trick in the book. Which is hilarious, because it's like what they were like, you will become one with your primal nature, and Ice-T's like, yeah, okay! No, we're here.
1: here. When his son falls off the log here, the fucking primal scream that this guy does is amazing! He's like... It's like an angled shot at his head, looking to the sky, and just going,
3: "No!"
0: How much would you love to just see the 17 takes it took to get that screen? <laughs> just him, just screaming all different kinds of screams. I think this is a one take. You think so? Oh yeah. All right. This guy's chewing it up. This guy's. The best
1: thing ever, though, is the one second later he is just not even emotionally affected. He's just like. Okay, let's kill them.
0: Yeah, Steve, <laughs> like, yeah, just... we already discussed this. They were all already crazy as fuck. They're hunting humans. <laughs>
1: That's true. Like, In I memory... didn't
0: think you or Cheats did until today. In memory of my son, I'm going to kill a homeless I'm going to continue <laughs> to hunt humans. <laughs> because this is what he would have wanted over, over and over again. All he talked about was wanting to kill homeless people. That was his favorite
1: subject. This is what he would have wanted. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs>
0: He specifically said he didn't want this multiple times. <laughs> really Today. I, I, I don't remember it that way. <laughs> so
1: this guy looks at Rutger Hauer and he's just like We'll go kill Ice T together, but after that we're gonna settle up. And it's like oh, okay, because that statement right there doesn't give him any reason to want to turn on you at any waking moment.
2: Yeah. Which, which he was totally gonna just do, it. right? They they're just camping, basically. Like yeah. they're they're just at separate spots against different rocks, just like waiting for Ice T to show up. And, like, you know, he hears something, and then he just starts, like, firing his gun off and just being a crazy man, because he has nothing worth living for, I guess. Despite the fact he clearly didn't give a shit about his son. Not at all! And, so, he gets into a fistfight with Ice-T, and Roger Howard's just in the bush, just Watching him getting beat to death by Ice-T is just like,
1: well, I'm out. Dude, just leave This may be like my favorite camera shot in the entire movie of just Rutger Hauer creepily staring out of the mud and sticks. Yeah. Like, it's really, it's a great shot.
0: It's on the cover of the movie. Yeah. I know why you love this shot so much because they show it and he's like perfectly still and I think you're supposed to not see him at first. Yeah. And then he's just, oh, there he is. And then he just pops his head back into his little tiny layer that he's made for himself it is the most alligator thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, it's how, you, it's how you know, oh, he's just going to run away.
1: Well, see, that was kind of funny to me because I thought I was like, oh, okay, so he's watching them fight and then he's going to use this to his advantage to kill ice Tea. Yeah. And then it's like, Ice-T breaks this dude's neck and Rutger Howard's just like, bye. <laughs> just, I'm out. Well, dude, bye.
3: Motherfucker's
0: wrong. gone completely native. <laughs> wrong house. Wrong house. I'm sorry. It's like, yeah, it is. And he thinks that he kills him later on because he starts up a plane, Ice-T is running towards it, then he blasts the plane. You is know. this not the most hilariously ridiculous trap and unnecessarily complicated?
1: Yeah, why not just wait in the bushes and wait for the guy to run out there and then shoot him?
0: Yeah, he refuses to actually <laughs> shoot him, I think is the thing. Like, he will not shoot, I don't, I don't know, maybe it's part of his code. He has to strangle the life out of him like fucking uh, Gary Busey earlier.
1: This is the one oldest trick in the book that Ice-T didn't know.
0: What, the plane trap? <laughs> yeah. But fortunately, he knew the other oldest trick in the book, which is if you're exploded in a movie, as long as you're thrown clear of the explosion by the uh, pressure wave that would have crushed your body into pulp, you're fine. Just as long as some some grass landed on top of you. If, it protected your fall. Don't if worry. If the explosion, if you weren't within within the actual If you weren't touched explosion. by fire. Yeah. <laughs> Then you're fine.
1: So, Rutger Howard gets away. Three days later, it pops up in Seattle, Washington. Hey, you
0: remember that time when you could walk from Oregon to Seattle, Washington? In three days? Well, he had $200. He might have... No.
3: <laughs> he maybe <laughs> he they,
0: <her> <laughs> they flew a billion miles into the woods. He walked back somehow? In three days. And he's, it's not like he found some kind of easy way to get back quickly because he's still wearing the same fucking... That's what hat. I was about to say. <laughs>
1: he looks the same. Like, Ruckerhauer's putting on a disguise and has passports because he's clearly leaving the fucking country because right. he has no way to explain all of his friends' deaths to their fucking families. Hell,
2: the scene starts out with the the wife of uh, the dude and his son like, calling just like, where are my family? Yeah. They uh, were
0: supposed to be done with this human hunting trip weeks ago. <laughs> as far as she knows, it was, pro- it was a just a regular hunting trip. No, I know. I just thought it would be <laughs> funnier if she was like complaining yeah. on the phone about human hunting trips. Trying to save our weak-ass son from not being able to kill homeless people. <laughs> weak ass the
1: only thing crazier than going hunting for humans is taking this woman's fucking call right now. <laughs> yeah <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> yeah that sounds like it would have been a real hassle well you know is that he can't he's too busy he's been mascaring ever all his facial hair for the last three days yeah fucking mascara really <laughs> is he not the least resourceful person ever who's ever spent time in the woods he's well, like maybe he just had a bunch of mascara it's like well fuck it Waste, what, not, waste not, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and also,
1: so Ice T shows up here as he's as Rutger Hauer is leaving. It's like, I feel like he was very ill prepared for this moment of chasing Rutger Hauer down. It's like, at least get a knife or a sharpened stick or something to attack him with.
0: No, Stephen, he walked straight here <laughs> from Oregon. He didn't have time to prepare shit. He just walked <laughs> seven hundred miles in three days. Like, just pick up a rock, like. <laughs> nope, can't do it. There's no time, Stephen. <laughs> Plus, he doesn't need to do. It's got all planned out, man. Yeah. What about the fact that he fucking annihilated his knee after he wrecked that fucking four wheeler and then he just walked back. He walked. He was also off, shot. Man. Yeah. He's had three days to walk it off. <laughs> I I would have I would have liked it better if they showed a shot of that wolf returning that he like talked down off the ledge earlier of like eating him. And just I was really expecting that wolf. To I come thought he was gonna and get killed back. kill, ba- kill yeah. The guy named Wolf. Yes.
1: Wolf on Wolf fight.
0: I thought he was gonna come back and he never did. If he just rode that wolf back to civilization, I would have been fine with that. But the stupidness of him just being like, oh no, I literally walked back. I, have, I didn't even stop to change clothes. I didn't get back by any kind of quick or smart way. Everything that was there in the woods got blown up. Everything.
1: I have, I have a busted knee and a gunshot wound in my in my gut. Yeah. He's
0: dead. No fucking way. <laughs> Rucker Howard was right to leave because he's like, well, he can't fucking Little did me. he know. What is he going to do? Walk back from yeah. the whole other side of the planet, eff- effectively on foot.
1: <laughs> Ice T kicks Rutger Howard down, beats his ass, takes his gun, and unloads it, throws the bullet down, and then walks away because he's better than that. Right? You know he's not gonna fucking kill him. No,
0: because he fucking booby trapped the gun, and he knows that he's gonna try to shoot it. Right? Him. Yeah, I mean, really, he—it's like it's as if he murdered him. Yeah, he should have so. just shot but him in his face. But he wanted to—he r- wanted to give him one last try to redeem. After he put human heads in jars?
1: Listen, if he let that happen, he couldn't hit him with that sick one-liner at the end of the movie.
0: True, and also he couldn't, like, have that fucking pointless Batman, you know, one-upsmanship of, like, I don't kill. (laughs) Like, no, but you did, though. I saw you literally kill the dude from that other movie we were talking about. Gary Busey? No, he threw threw him in the window. Yeah, I mean...
1: And then he broke that guy's neck with his bare hands. That's the guy who I was talking about.
0: I was gonna say, he... I forgot all about that one After he killed him He had that look on his face Like Now I like hunting humans He had that Gary Busey He also killed the sun We were hoping That's what it was gonna be No The the, No 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 He didn't kill the sun The sun was killed by gravity No True He did throw rocks at the sun until he fell off a log. He was throwing them at a Rucker Hauer. Yeah, but the son was obviously a pussy and was going to dodge one of them, even though it wasn't coming anywhere near him.
1: Whatever, but, he blew the other guy up too. Look, this guy I was a murderer. Just,
0: <laughs> we, we have to say he killed the son, so I can say that he killed the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. Which <laughs> okay. was the, the pig. Which he is in, like, a Russian Orthodox priest costume. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> he did kill the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I am into this. This movie just did a whole 180 for me. It's 10 stars, whatever.
1: Rucker Hauer picks up the gun, shoots it at, at Ice T, and Ice T had put something in the barrel because you always check the barrel. Yep. And it backfires, blows Rucker Hauer the fuck away. You don't even see him get blown away. No, it's. You just, just see him disappear off the screen. Credits. Yeah. <laughs> Done.
0: Dude, how good would it have been if he exploded like a fucking C4 bomb? Or, like, just. <laughs> It's like you always check the chamber had this for been deadly, explosives. Had this been deadly prey, he would have. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 100%. And then Ice-T would have just gone to his knees and screamed a blood-curdling <laughs> scream for no reason after the one. nothing
1: after this. You don't know what the fuck happens to Ice-T. I guess he goes back to being homeless. Not just credit. Like, just, done.
0: Dude, he can do anything now. I bet you after this, he just lures people into the woods and murders them. <laughs> but in a, in, a, in a reverse, the most dangerous game style. He like he's like no, I'll give you guys all guns, but I'll still just kill all of you.
1: So in this one, the hunted becomes the hunter.
0: No, that's never happened. <laughs> all right, moving on. Demon Knight, Tales from the Crypt. Okay, so um 1995 Tales from the Crypt. Uh, features Demon Knight, and basically they introduce it just like every episode of Tales from the Crypt, except for this time they're going, this one's called Demon Knight, and it's the it's the only one, so don't don't, don't be waiting for there a second a, one. There is another uh, Tales from the Crypt presents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although that one doesn't have any of the stuff that makes this one, it doesn't have any of the uh, spice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's no Crypt Keeper. Yes, and as we know, for D-Heart, the spice must flow. Yes, the, It must. <laughs>
1: well so this intro opens up with just titties and gore yeah and goop
0: this is the most stereotypical like setup it's like oh i murdered my husband and now i'm talking to you on the phone sexy like and i'm gonna go get in the bath because i'm dirty with blood <laughs> yeah but the body is still around so it's going to come back to life and it's going to come murder. And well, not only that, but like one of them was taking a regular bath and the other one was taking an acid bath. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like the the, the baths of good and evil. Dude, the
1: <laughs> goopiness was real gross. It was a lot of it. It was go- like skin was melting off. He was touching like the banister.
0: He was like stumbling into walls and it was just like sticking to the wall, like sliming off of him. It was radical.
1: He touches the banister and like three of his fingers like just melt off onto the banister.
0: And of course it's John Larroquette.
1: Yeah.
0: No one expects John Larrigan. <laughs> I was acting. Oh my God. This part right here is my least favorite part of the movie because when the Crypt Keeper gets up to scream at him for doing such a poor job of being a crazy slime monster, they have CG. a CG'd Crypt Keeper on top of a like normal actor's head that's wearing, I guess, a green screen mask, and it just looks fucking terrible. <laughs> Like, it would have looked better if the actual... Yeah,
1: just have him scream from the director's chair.
0: Literally just have the actual puppeteer just stand there wearing black. It would have looked better. Yeah. (laughs) It looked like shit. (laughs) But anyways, luckily... We gotta get them puns in. Yeah, we do. Gotta pun it up. He Um. introduces us to the movie we're gonna be watching. It's uh, called Demon Knight, and it's starring uh, Billy Zane and... uh, William Sadler.
1: Yes, a very rare William Sadler uh, protagonist role. Indeed.
0: Oh, they're totally playing you at the very beginning of the movie because there's a guy in a cowboy hat, Billy Zane, <laughs> chasing William Sadler. It's like, okay, well this this is a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, William Sadler. William seems Sadler like has, bad has guy. such a bad guy face. He does.
1: He has a villain face.
0: He has a resting V face. And B- Billy Zane, has got that winning smile. oh look at that and he's also in bordello of blood i wonder oh he's a mummy there it he's got that
1: charming smile unless you've seen dead calm and you know exactly what that charming smile means and then
2: you know why you know why we call him zaniac yeah
3: (laughs)
0: yes that is why we call him that (laughs) yeah because he's out of his fucking mind in this movie
1: of course you've got jada pinkett smith pre smith we have to say before she got smithed and then uh, uh cch pounder Yep. Who we've Everybody's favorite Marge. CCH Royale with cheese, if you guys remember. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Precisely.
1: And Thomas Hayden Church, right.
0: And Dick Miller.
1: And Dick Miller. Oh, uh, dude, Dick Miller. I think he just died a few months ago, actually.
0: Yeah. I think it was last year, yeah. Gary Busey killed him with his, <laughs> with his teeth. <laughs> he just saw a picture of Gary Busey and was like...
1: <laughs> Even though Dick Miller usually just turns up in Joe Dante movies, expectedly, like, this seems like a movie that Dick Miller would just pop up in.
0: No, this is perfect for him. Yeah. He's just a friendly old guy. Kind of a pervert. He's a drunk. You know, cool. Typical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's the guy from that Elvira movie we watched that was like, hmm, nice tits or yeah, whatever whenever like, he, well, she drives away. Well, nice tits though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's definitely Gotta a Dick say, Miller though. type of role.
0: Yeah. That would have been a perfect Dick Miller moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... The movie starts off, they're racing against, you You think, you think for sure, uh, Billy Zane is a good guy here. He he's crashes. He's wearing a cowboy hat. I know. <laughs> and it's not even a black hat. So you think he's a good guy. Yeah. So, he causes them to crash. They both crash. I think doesn't doesn't uh, William Sadler just kind of like he has turned his cars and he, he so he jack snipes his car around. He's he's blasting he's using it. As it. A, yeah, he shielded. So anyway, I started blasting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so he's blasted, and then he
0: realizes, well, I, I've managed to disable this car because it's now on fire. Yeah, but it's also heading right for me, so he has to jump out the cock a duty car because he yeah. can't get the, the, the door open. And there's no way he could have gotten away no way in the time between the impact and uh, <laughs> well, but the thing we didn't see was the uh, Jesus super running. Just as an aside, the Jesus running. Uh, in the very first, not the very first, in episode one of Star Wars, which I've seen recently for no good reason, <laughs> uh, they do force running, the one and only time it's ever done in Star Wars. <laughs> and McGregor and. Um, well, obviously, you've never played The Force Unleashed. But, well, it's a video <laughs> game. I mean, in Star Wars TV, of course there's Force running in the video <laughs> games. Of course there is. There's Force everything. There's Force healing, which everybody thought was non canon until it's not. So. They could. They just do stuff like that sometimes. They're just like, you know what? Let's we'll just throw that in there. No reason. No call for it. It was the 90s. (laughs) Fuck you, George Lucas. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) I think you just have to let everyone have a pass for the 90s. No. This is your 90s pass. You can call on it once. (laughs) (laughs) Your 90s pass. Well, Billy Zane cashes his in hard right here. (laughs) He slammed it on the counter and spit in the teller's eye. Which is a very thematically relevant thing to say for this episode. (laughs) So, uh, he runs to a local missionary building slash hotel. Well, it's like a decommissioned church. It's a decommissionary. (laughs) So, um, he's like, perfect. I knew that I would find a random church out here in the middle of the desert. And so he's like, checks up there for a minute. He's got a giant handful of hundred dollar bills also powered by Jesus. A giant handful of, uh. Magical tattoo stars. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which are have moved into place. So
1: yeah, this place is like ran by CCH Pounder. His great mess. forgot yeah. one of the C's almost. Yeah, I did.
0: Well, the all important extra C's at the beginning of your name. <laughs> I mean, I get what. By the time she dies, she's going to be like just 17 C's. H Pounder. C.
1: Yep. C-C-C-C-C.
0: Yes. H Pounder.
1: And she's just yelling at Jada Smith. I'm sorry, Jada Pinkett at this point.
0: And, uh. She did have a point about the gloves. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, you're cleaning shit with these. Obviously, just walked off from it's like the you stage just got left. these from <laughs> you just got these from the prop department. They clearly haven't touched dirt. Haven't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally shiny with cleanliness." So she she introduces herself to uh, William Sadler's character. They go upstairs, shows him his room, and um. Yeah, they do a lot of like uh, character introductions here in the first right, few minutes, right. where you're just gonna it's just kind of feel of, time. Like, you're just gonna kind of feel of all the the, the kinds the, stew. Of the cast of crew. Yeah. yeah, Thomas
1: Hayden Church shows up and he's a clear douchebag.
0: Oh, he's the biggest asshole. <laughs> he's yeah, the thickest asshole. You know. <laughs> he's a very thick asshole, and also he, he's he's thick uh, mentally as well because. There's literally nothing anyone can do to explain to him that what he wants to do will literally end all life. Yeah. You fucking moron. Oh, what? You'll, you'll get to leave for a few minutes until all (laughs) darkness rains down upon the universe. Hey, this guy's got bigger problems. He's got. Oh, I guess. He's got hemorrhoids. (laughs) They must be pretty fucking bad. My God. He's (laughs) He's like a hemorrhoid. Demons, whatever. (laughs)
1: He's I like got an, ass demons. <laughs> even worse version of that guy from uh San Andreas that took the girl's spot oh, when the fucking yeah. <laughs> threw that person out. No,
0: we already discussed that guy's fine.
1: <laughs> Thomas Hayden Church is way worse.
0: Yeah, he is way worse. Yeah. That, guy that guy's just not fine. To fuck. Plus <laughs> if uh if that guy just like he's just killing one person. <laughs> By taking their spot. This guy's like, this guy's like fuck the universe. (laughs) Which honestly
3: I'm
0: 50-50 on the universe.
1: (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) I kinda just want to let the demons take over just to see what happens. No. Just to to
0: see what happens. I mean, it should at very least be interesting. Yeah. For real. (laughs) I mean, it won't be another fucking stupid fucking American election. I can tell you that. It's true. Jesus Christ. Although this year is shaping up to be a true clusterfuck of a year. I can't wait. Aren't they all? I mean, kind of. But this one looks like a real trash fire.
2: William Sadler, he's carrying around one of the the actual keys to the universe. Because basically, he, the backstory he, he lays out is...
0: God, the janitor of the universe. Yeah, it, it
2: is, but we see the key before now. Uh, before then, rather. So, he's carrying around one of the keys to the universe. Because when, when God created everything... Demons were already there, they had the keys, he took them from them, spread them out to different places. So William Sadler gained one of the keys.
0: I love the mythology of that, where it's like, hey, everything you know as, as existence, there was an existence before that. Yeah. Right. yeah. And it was fucking crazy. Let me tell you.
1: It was demons.
0: Demons <laughs> everywhere. It was metal as shit. They had these seven cool-ass keys. Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? What? <laughs> He was jumping out of hell, screaming, <laughs> holding a t- fucking butcher knife in his teeth.
2: <laughs> like a bat out of hell. Yeah,
0: <laughs> And he scared Cheats literally to death in one second. <laughs> Evidently, before time, before the existence of God, there was the home shopping network where keys were also flasks and people thought that was cool. <laughs> what the fuck is this prop? Can we just throw it in the trash? It is garbage. It looks like a cologne that Avon would have sold.
2: I kind of like it. Does it not? I don't like it's that I bad like at it all.
0: It is fucking
1: horrible. I like it.
0: It's one of it's. It might as well be shaped as a fucking poodle and have fucking skin so soft in it. It's fucking dumb. It is the dumbest thing in this whole movie. And then they start off by introducing it. They're like, "Where's the key? We need the key." It fits in this huge fucking briefcase that can fit only one single key in it. I guess it's the key to the universe. It has to be pretty big. So, you know, Billy Zane shows up. They're all trying to decide who fucked who, who's the bad guy, which he looks like he's got a villain face. He showed up at the, the cops were investigating the accident. Right. Billy Zane walks out of nowhere. He's like, hey. (laughs) Literally. He walks from behind. I'm definitely not
1: a demon. He's like, hey. uh, I was chasing that guy because he stole something from me.
0: I definitely was, though, taking a nap in this flaming wreckage. I love his extraordinarily lazy explanation for why he's alive. They're like, how the huh. fuck could you possibly be alive? And he's just like, eh, fuck it, airbags. And it's, it's like, like, that's airbag, all right? the explanation <laughs> these cops need. They're like, nope, fine with it. Yeah. Hey, when well, you got that Zane charm. I guess. You know, or when you're a demon, you, you can get, literally like, convince people of anything.
3: Yeah.
2: Zaniacal charm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Zaniacal
3: charm. Okay. Yeah. So,
0: Zaniacal. He's got the cops on his side. Uh, they uh, get a call about the, uh, About the potential robbery of a car that stops, so you know they're they're suspecting. Hey, this guy is on the level. He said he was chasing a bad guy, and someone tried to steal a car. Yeah, just what could be more bad? (laughs) The cops are not cool with just some random guy they found chasing a bad guy ever. That guy is as much a bad guy as the bad guy is. Fact to them, they did they did have him in the back. Like, That's fine. As well, a well, I guess they could have well, had him yeah. sitting in the middle. They could have class. had him sitting in the middle. Because uh, those old style cars, you could sit three to the front seat. They would never have done that. They could have, though. <laughs> I've seen that in other movies. Uh, never. But anyway. He could so have used his Billy right Zane charm plus, to get up front. And plus, at the time, he did call in, you know, he called in all the plates. Yeah. So they knew that, you know, he was checking everything out. No, yeah, they're doing fine. My thing is just... There would have been no point where these cops would have believed a single fucking word this dude said, except for for demon charm or zanyology or whatever. Zanyacal charm. Sorry, I fucked up. Your obviously real word. <laughs> so they all get there to the hotel. They're all CCH trying to like Pounder figure out what's going has, on. Uh, called in uh, William Sadler because he does look shady. He no. <laughs> Which, by the way, would be a terrible way to do business because literally yeah. everyone who comes in here is shady.
1: She knows he's shady because when Thomas Hayden Church shows up, he's like on edge. He stands up out of his seat and is like peering behind her and like shit, and she notices him yeah. like freaking out a little bit.
0: And also, uh, whenever he walks in, he's like, "Hey, somebody just tried to steal a car over at this place that I work," which is yeah. n- <laughs> apparently like right around the corner or whatever. Yeah, yeah. the I desert. Mean, it's all within. <laughs> it's all within really easy walking distance. At this point, the cops and CCH Pounder address the crowd and say, would the real Slim Shady please stand up? And, uh, of course, everybody suspects William Sadler. They look around for the key for a minute because he's like, nah, he's got an artifact. It's shaped as a key, but it's not at all. It's shaped as a fucking huge flask with just like a little nubbin on it that kind of resembles the end of a key. But... So no one would ever have been able to find it Just by that description But for some reason, the old perv dude is like Nah, I saw him stash it under the desk It's like, really?
1: You hit it in the most
0: obvious really place Sadler? ever?
2: <laughs> you probably should have picked that Well,
0: not only that, but like, during the entire rest of the movie He doesn't let it out of his fucking yeah. sight and, Well, until uh, Sketchy well, dude steals it But You gotta remember, the rest of the movie Is uh, <laughs> <it's> in use <laughs> No, I know, but I mean, it's clearly extraordinarily valuable. There's no fucking way he would just leave it up underneath of a table. It's nuts.
2: To a point, but I, it's so a hiding <laughs> it's spot. It's stupid. It so was
0: anyways, like it was with it was within inches of his hand. It's so, not like he hid it someplace where no one would ever find it. He hid it where it's not on his person. He could get to it if he needed it. It's close enough to where he can get to it if he needed it. It was just a it. very pitiful effort. <laughs> so, um, they get it out, and he's like quick pour out that stuff that's in it it's it's bad just pour it out and then we're gonna do it like everyone's just doing whatever Billy Zane says and I guess again for stop his a... zeniacal He is a demon m- manipulation powers. he's wearing a cowboy hat he's yeah. the voice of authority I think
1: you mean zanipulation <laughs> stop just adding z on the things <laughs>
0: I will kill you. <laughs> I will jump through you know, this Zillian? fucking Skype call with a fucking flaming sword in my teeth.
1: Did the heart just say zil me? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> fucking goddamn Excellent.
0: So, uh, they kick out Billy Zane after he punches off the sheriff's head. Apparently this is just a demon thing.
1: Dude, he punches the fucking <laughs> shit out of his head. Dude, it's the best. His head
0: gets stuck on his arm. It <laughs> rips off to rip it off. It's a fucking great
1: practical it, effect.
3: The like hands up.
1: <laughs> it shows the practical effect from the back of the head. So when he punches through it, it all explodes. Yeah, like on the camera, basically, it's amazing looking. So good,
0: dude. I love that he didn't even know his own demon strength. He got his own arm stuck on the head. <laughs> it was like ah fuck. It's like whenever somebody overreaches with like a machete or something in a movie, and they just get stuck to a pole for five minutes. <laughs> They all go outside and they 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 manage to banish Billy Zane out to the outside and they put the little blood on the on the door frame which seals the door. There's by the way, it's Jesus' blood in this fucking key flask slash fucking Avon. It's perfume. a little bit of Jesus' blood. It's like it's in the mix. Yeah, I mean you just need a little. As long as there's a tiny, tiny percentage of Jesus blood in there still it works. I would like to go on record as saying that that is bullshit. I,
2: I took it as just the, uh, the the key flask was magical in general, so any blood going into it is sanctified against demons.
0: No, they specifically say that a little bit of Jesus' blood is still in there.
2: He said a little bit, but he said mostly it's other people's blood.
0: Imagine how I'm hard that would be to you. wash inside. You wouldn't. And tell me there's not going to be some Jesus' blood left there. This wouldn't be. Just disagreeing for the sake of yeah. it. I love it Maying. So they all they didn't have uh, pipe cleaners. <laughs> <in> the, <laughs> so in the back 30 pipe <laughs> cleaners. I'm sorry, you could rinse this out. <laughs> Along the way, we get a little bit of the backstory of William Sadler's character. He has he was in World War one and got the curse slash key slash Jesus's blood flask thing uh, from another soldier who I guess, was fighting against demon Germans. Germans. He might have just been drafted into the regular war. Into the regular. And then German... you know, well, no demons I are liable to show up anywhere. I just thought that, like the whole, like, what aligns... better copy, what better cover than being uh, disguised as Nazis? Yeah. Well, I don't think they're Nazis at this point, sir. It's World War One, pre Nazis, whatever <laughs> Just all all Germans, <laughs> pre and post World War Two are Nazis now. He proceeds to cut a very stupid looking hole into the fakest looking hand I've ever seen in my life <laughs> throws his demon blood all over the fucking place which looks awesome like as soon as the hole's cut I'm fucking sold on this effect because yeah. he's just like yeah he's like throwing so much fucking Nickelodeon gack everywhere it's like it was neon just like a,
1: green blood
0: with like a ton of highlighter juice mixed in and just black <laughs> light shining on it
1: yeah then you get some awesome fucking demon births from the Ooh. blood
0: this is what I imagine that one dude's hemorrhoids are like <laughs> They're just fiery and just, like, cramming their way from outside of his ass. And he's just like, what the fuck? I'd rather have hell do, on earth than this.
1: Do you guys think that uh, Feast took some inspiration from this movie?
0: No question. Haven't seen it. Feast, it's hard to say because there's been a lot of movies that have had those, like, demonish, human-looking, kind of realistic skeleton, monster-looking creatures. It reminds me a lot of Alien Resurrection.
1: Oh, yeah, I can see that.
0: It's, if, it's certainly... Added to the effects and feast because they looked fucking just like this, but just with more alien features and also yep. they fucked people's faces. I'm,
2: I'm just gonna point out, you said just alien resurrection and just unnatural instinct. that just started frowning really hard <laughs> and just thinking about that movie.
0: By the way, the third, the fourth one is actually kind of better than the third one. Oh yeah, I
2: mean, I no that, but that just
0: The third one was just a cluster fucking and it just everyone should feel ripped off that we didn't get the real movie we should have gotten. But that's have obviously a Have you ever heard of what they it. had planned for that? Yeah. It sounds terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's like, hey, this is a you, planet that's made out of wood. You don't, di- <laughs> the wood planet part. <laughs> I just mean, it doesn't matter. It's, it doesn't yeah, matter. We'll I, talk about it when we do the fucking alien three podcast, which we already did do. <laughs> so, um, he starts sealing doors with a, with uh, alien blood, Jesus blood, same thing. <laughs> and um, he explains everybody the plot. Nobody believes him, and one by one they're killed off by just stupid reasons. Shit that just drives me crazy. Um, I think the first two to die, the first two to die, I think are actually uh, once they're in the, uh, siege mode. This is why a, D-Heart loves this movie so much. There's a hooker that was, uh, you know, that lives here. Yeah, well, yeah, she, she's a usual tenant. Yeah, she she lives here. This is her off, also her office. He has the regular dude who works, like, seriously 50 feet away in some kind of a garage or something. That is, like, we talked about earlier, hemorrhoids man. The guy that is so tortured by his hemorrhoids that he's willing to end existence to stop the hemorrhoids.
1: <laughs> Not only that, but Thomas Hayden's church, like, she obviously, like, has an affinity for him. And he just fucking throws her out to the demons.
2: Oh, yeah, immediately. <laughs> well, Never once, is like,
0: Hey, let's go together. And it it's like, oh, shit, there's demons out here. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Here, take her. And <laughs> he runs
1: back inside. Dude, it's really funny, though, because he's like, come on, we can make it to my car and get out of here. And she's like, I don't know. And he's like, I'm going anyway. So he goes out there and she follows him. And then he throws her out there and she's like, gets, gets back in. She's like, what are you doing? he's like, I didn't tell you to follow me. It's like, yeah. you did, though you actually did tell me to follow you exactly told me to follow
0: you in <laughs> yeah. those words 3po <laughs> and he just like uh smacked her he gave her a backhand yeah and, and then uh, she just cries like, for like a day and a half this is Zane's opportunity because yes. you can still be possessed from yeah i mean if you willingly let yourself be possessed and it's and like hey you, you know what it's like you know it would be sweet unconditional love it's like yeah i don't know i think uh sex workers have heard of unconditional love it's it, like the way he's saying it to her it's like she's literally never heard of it and it sounds like the best thing ever it's like no <laughs> it just shouldn't be that enticing to her she should be like yeah no i've heard of that i just mostly prefer making money he sneaks in and possesses her and she possesses her uses him to kill the the, uh, the guy who was going to go postal the mailman who was going to go postal we knew this
3: <laughs> yeah. from
0: like second one of seeing this guy this guy will kill anyone can you <laughs> could you guys not tell he's like no I'll, I'll go get your sheets for you
1: incel mode 1000 yeah
0: <laughs> oh my god dude like the gra- the great grandfather of all incels this motherfucker <laughs> is like I'll go get your sheets for you. It's like, as long as you fuck me. I couldn't get those stains out of the sheets. <laughs> There's she goes guacamole. Darn guacamole. It's like, no, they're gisting! I think all they eat, all they eat at those hotels, guacamole. is guacamole only. Remember, he's like when he's like having dinner. It's just like a bowl, it's a bowl of, of green, ketchup and guacamole. It's mm. a bowl of green slime that he's dumping ketchup on. Yeah, like a madman. Well, he's like, I can't just eat guacamole with a spoon. I have to put something with it. If <laughs> I got no
2: chips, like guacamole only diet.
0: Guacamole, <laughs> like I said, the serial killer that is disguising himself as a postal worker goes upstairs and he's like. Yeah of course I'd like to fuck you For some reason she has to seduce him first Before she just straight murders him Like I don't understand that M- makes no sense It's more fun that way Yeah
1: <laughs> He's an incel He's inherently suspicious of women as well Yeah that's very true
2: <laughs>
0: He's the absolute worst <laughs> <laughs> Like how how much money Like can we just put down That he went, when he went to go get those sheets for her, He was just like smelling all over them And just rolling around He on put a ground. whole bunch
1: of new stains on them Yeah
0: to say the least. They were coming out of the wash. They're not going to smell like anything. But oh, like oh D-Heart, were coming they
1: coming out of, the out, of the out of the wash? I
0: should have said the dryer. They're ejaculating <laughs> out of the dryer. <laughs> you know, everybody knows that when you remove things from the dryer, it's called ejaculating. You, you know this. So, anyways. They both end up dead They're, they're dead as fuck. She, she gets, gets like a full like transformation, ends up ripping up CCH founder's arm. <laughs> Dude.
1: Yeah, that was really cool.
0: That's when the movie turns up to 11, because then you learn that it's not even, it has, it is literally the physical organ of your eyes that becomes possessed. So, the actual eyeballs themselves have to be destroyed in order to destroy the demon. Yeah, that's the rule, The how you kill lesser demons is you destroy right. their eyes, because I guess those windows are so. Even to the point where if you blow their head off and their eyes pop out, but don't get destroyed, they start crawling around after <laughs> you! What are they gonna do? Just roll around on your foot. Gonna, as an eyeball? Get, They'll get you.
1: They're
0: no! Get. They're gonna get you. Magic motherfucker. They're gonna get some demon juice on Dude, you. How great would it have been if we got some floating eyeball ghosts, like chasing mm-hmm. people around? Oh, man. I don't think it would have been out of the question either, especially after that stupid fucking CG Cryptkeeper.
2: <laughs> Dude, I can totally see the fucking eyes crawling off somewhere as some poor bastard goes to sleep later and then wakes up to his fucking eyeballs being scooped out by demon eyeballs just to get a new body. eyeballs Yeah.
0: <laughs> Tell me. Tell me, cheats. How does an eyeball wield an ice cream scoop? How does it do well, it? It's
2: stem. Well, demons. Stem? <laughs> it's eyeball stem.
0: The optic nerves. Ba-
2: basically,
3: everything. <laughs> you to call
2: it. <laughs> everything that you could complain about right now is immediately answered by either demons or magic, motherfucker.
1: It's true, Philip. It's true. It's damn true. Don't.
0: It's <laughs> damned true. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you magic motherfucker me, alright? They literally show the eyeballs- born in it. Eyeballing (laughs) around. (laughs) Yeah. I was born in the bullshit sheets! (laughs) So, anyways, um, they've established all the rules, most, like, half the characters are either missing arms or dead. Um, they decide, oh, we're gonna escape through the basement now, because that's where they find this cat that they immediately just disregard. They're like, we find the cat, it's not possessed, okay, fuck this cat. Mm -hmm. Cat's out of the movie. The cat is out of the bag, if you will. And the bag being... now this and The cat yeah. makes a return. Whatever. It's not significant anymore. Because... I just don't know why Jada Smith... Jada Pinkett isn't concerned with this cat after she was going to go outside and fight demons to get it back earlier. And now she's like, oh, it's inside. It must be perfectly fine. And I just can, don't even have to keep my eye on it at all. Yeah. Fuck this stupid cat. <laughs> so anyways, they try to go through uh, tunnels to get out, which... Total nonsense there. Um, what,
2: Cheats? <laughs> he said, fuck this cat. I, I'm laughing because he said, fuck this cat, and I'm just picturing here. He's just, oh,
0: fuck the cat to death, too!
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: Story
0: is less impactful than one of the dog. I don't really know why, mostly because the cat doesn't really pose a lot of threat to a human being. <laughs> you ever try to fuck a pit bull to death while it's gnarling and snarling and glarling at you?
1: I fucked it with my bear dick.
0: <laughs> it's bear dick. His grizzly bear dick.
2: My bear like dick.
0: (laughs) I know I started us down this path. I deeply regret it. Okay, so they end up finding a kid in there and uh, his uh, parents have been demonized.
1: Demonized?
0: No. (laughs) God damn it, the accidental puns that are happening. Only barely, though. So the snatch a kid, they all have to run back. But uh, the moron ends up... uh, Shooting his old boss in the face. And exploding the, the blood seal. Yes. So now here is where we learned that the blood of Jesus Christ is not only an effective force field against demons, it also is powered by electricity. Because as it's being disabled, it's making sparking sounds. It's like, what the fuck is magic. this? Don't magic, magic me! <laughs> magic doesn't require electricity to work. We don't know Are this. you a magician?
1: Are you a fucking magician?
0: Rock bottom you through this fucking Discord chat. <laughs> She's like, um, if I may interject. Pushes up glasses. Throws the thumbs to the air.
1: I'm pretty sure Philip is not a magician nor wizard, so.
0: No, I'm both. I'm a magizard. <laughs>
3: <laughs> a
0: fucking magizard.
1: You probably shouldn't.
0: What is wrong with me? Anyways... So the demons immediately get right the fuck in, and they get trapped on the, I guess, the, like, ledge of the second floor. Like, they can't go in any of the doors. They accidentally uh, dripped some uh, blood out there earlier in the movie. Yeah, so the demons can't get up the stairs, which is hilarious because I thought this exact thing, and then I thought, oh, they would probably just overwrite that thing. But no, it totally would have worked. William Sadler goes upstairs and starts one by one sealing every window when he first arrives at the hotel. Or when they first reveal the demon shit. And goes to each window and seals each one and is like, I better conserve this blood. And it's like, literally could have just walked to the stair landing and just
1: drip some the blood. Up the they could
0: Who needs to even go upstairs? Jump
1: through the windows.
0: Fuck the fucking windows. Yeah, and they could just be trapped on the other side of that fucking force field. <coughs> suck my demon dick magic motherfucker do you speak it i'm a magizzard <laughs> i love how it's such a gross word you're just <laughs> grossed out by it like there's no response
1: just wizard isn't even any better so <laughs> wizard. yeah yeah that's also penis sounding
0: yeah that one's way worse <laughs> Magizard is way better so um they're all trapped on the landing to the stairs they're all just having like their own like Let's develop the characters a little bit more. Moments, they're talking about stuff. CCH Pounder is still somehow fucking alive. Definitely oh, would be dead it's by now. because she's
1: been chugging vodka.
0: Everybody Which, knows well, chugging vodka heals a fucking ripped off demon arm. It also would just
1: make you bleed faster,
2: but for the sake of her being a badass, I'll it. has it. a
0: tourniquet on it. <laughs> they tied it off. It's done. It's She's fine. Everybody knows <laughs> that as soon as you tie a piece of cloth around a ripped off arm or an exploded leg, it's just going to be okay. It's true. Okay, so... uh the boy disappears during uh, story time where William Sadler gives the full backstory of how all this came to pass. <laughs> and uh, as they're looking for him, uh, that's when they end up with like the, uh, the explosives <laughs> because uh, Uncle Willie had found him, but uh, he also found booze, so they didn't report yeah. back. Yeah. Un- utterly insane.
1: Well, he also gets like basically mind-controlled by Billy Zane and just sees nothing but titties and alcohol.
0: I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you the truth. That would have worked on literally all of them. (laughs) Except for William Sadler, they would have all just been like, titties and booze? Yeah.
1: It's like, okay, demon world doesn't really seem that bad. It seems (laughs) seems fine. That's why Thomas Hayden Church was like, fuck it. Yeah. (laughs)
2: It's
0: like, you want me to do a fucking Tales from the Crypt movie? Doy, I'll do it. Titties everywhere. (laughs) He gets possessed just literally by the lore of boobs and boobs, boobs, the two bees, <laughs> yeah, the two most important bees, um, the first B and boob and the second B and boob. So the little boy gets also possessed by a Tales from the crypt comic book, and then I think everybody just kind of busts upstairs and figures out where all the grenades were hidden that the postal worker was going to use to blow up the post office, and. Um, the little boy tries to eat William Sadler's heart hole. Oh, he he kills him. He, basically, but uh, you know they managed to make the tag. Yeah, from uh from William we, Sadler to Jada Pinkett. Everybody knows that this is just one giant Jesus relay race.
1: And this is kind of like why one reason that this movie kind of belongs here is like that is something that like you really never would see in horror movies up to this point. Yeah, it's the
2: reason they they mentioned it in the documentary that they right. watched.
1: Like. Typically, you just have sidekicks like Jada Pinkett was throughout this entire movie. And then, like, she, like you said, she gets tagged in. She gets the the uh, the baton. <coughs> and she becomes essentially the protagonist slash hero of the movie. Yeah. Which is like... So,
0: in other words, what you're saying, Steven, is in Rod we trust.
1: Yes. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Woo! So, um, now that she's got the Jesus baton, she... Straight chugs fucking William Sadler's blood slash pours it all over herself. Uh, He's got so much. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty. There's tons. She's still able to fill up. it up, I guess, and you know, fill up, pour out. You know, get the full uh, thing on. Everybody knows once you've rinsed this thing out twenty five times with William Sadler's blood, there's definitely still Jesus blood in there. But whatever. <sighs>
2: She actually just crawled up in him like a tom
0: Fuck yes dude How fucking funny would that have been <laughs> If Billy Zane came up there and he's like Where the fuck did you go And he's just <laughs> looking around for 20 minutes She just comes bursting out of it like fucking Well you know Like Gary Busey So she Gets picked up by Billy Zane But of course his hand t- turns to fire Because it turns out this is holy blood That he, she's smeared all over herself Which is a pretty uh Sneaky tact I think Yeah, And then um She's got a lot of sneaky moves He has his own sneaky move where he wraps her in a shower (laughs) Curtain Dude this is so fucking (laughs) funny when he's dragging that body down the stairs (laughs) It's so fucking dumb looking
1: Yeah it's dumb but like when her When her like lower lumbar fucking hits that The the stairs I like Winced I
0: was like
2: ugh I, I feel that
0: I would have if it wasn't so plainly a fucking mannequin It
2: looks like shit not anything about that. But mad, I love it. But, I mean, it's dumb looking. Whatever, but. Cheats.
1: Phil the wizard Or the wizzizzizzard. Majizzard. Just hating on this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: glad Cheats had to say
1: <laughs> Cheats the mazzizzard, McGee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so anyways... <laughs> God damn it It's a shame we can't leave all that in So anyways um, He drags her down the stairs in the shower curtain Unrolls her like a fucking uh, Somebody who's eating a burrito at Qdoba During whatever Giving up fucking Carbs like, month Hey I want to convert a demon knight <laughs> yeah. It's like hey I've won the, I've won this You know uh, why not just give up now <laughs> And he he totally has one, and he's like tossing her around, and she won't say anything because she's just we know she's got a mouthful of Jesus blood, slash William Sadler. Blood. Well, he's
1: dancing, he's dancing with her. Yeah.
0: And, well, and also he's like, well, if you won't give me your soul, I'm gonna take that heart, and she just spits demon uh, Jesus blood right in his eyeballs. So earlier they made a mention of this. The douchey guy spit on the demons, and they and uh, William Sadler turns to him and goes, they hate that. <laughs> I mean, I guess similarly to the Bill Murray tapping on the piano keys in Ghostbusters. But in this case, it literally kills the fuck out of him.
1: Can we take just one second to appreciate how fucking great Billy Zane is in this movie? I Like, th- he is just creepily just evil and awesome. He's chewing the scenery. I wish he do
0: more stuff like this.
1: I do too. Like, yeah, he's a real cunt in Titanic, but like...
0: No he's a perfect cunt No that's
1: what I'm saying It's a different type of character than this though This is kind of like a This is more like Dead Calm Where he's just Kind of a psychopath But also kind of funny
0: No In Dead Calm He's just obviously out of his damn mind Like simply <laughs> he, he In this movie He's flat out on a mission He's using every strategic advantage he can get He's constantly manipulating And he's also eating everything By way of chewing all of the <laughs> fucking scenery but What's crazy to me is that like Slowly My tolerance to John Lithgow Scene chewery Has like Weakened And I'm I liked this though Like I don't know if there's A, a spectrum of scene chewing That doesn't even seem possible Dude
1: the Zaniac's just more charming He's got a He's charming
0: Did he use his
1: Zaniacal z- z- charm z- z-
0: z- dy- oh, God damn it He used it on you He used it on me
1: <laughs> Of all people I, I think the act action- <laughs> You better listen to your friend Billy Zani <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think the the difference uh, with these, Philip, is that Billy Zane is being hammy and he is having fun with it. While John Lithgow is just playing it entirely straight and is very
1: serious. John Lithgow is just being screamed at by Brian De Palma.
2: (laughs) Yeah. No! Crazier! Even crazier than that! (laughs) But I don't want to!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yes! Anytime we can get a John Lufkin impersonation out of D-Heart, it's a good fucking podcast. We can go ahead and stop right here. Now, anyways, so Billy Zane gets exploded by the Jesus blood. uh,
1: Really great uh, effects again. Yeah. Dude, when his head's melting and the fucking jaw starts coming apart while he's screaming, it is fucking wonderful.
0: Oh, I like when his his, uh, head first starts to crack open and, like, the brown, like, uh, smoke comes out. Yeah. 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 That brown smoke from those demon hemorrhoids.
1: It's real good. The effects in this movie are fucking great. Like, some of the best, like, horror gore effects in the 90s. Like, without question. Horror effects. Yes.
0: Horror. Horror. I wonder if
1: Savini did the effects for this movie. I didn't get a chance to look that up.
0: Uh, probably not. Let's just Uh, say no. (laughs) She's now on the road, you know, doing her old demonite thing she's checking her her hand stars for clues
1: well yeah and billy zane's replacement shows up and knows she is not one with whom to fuck
2: yep <laughs> got got a cat with her she's hitting the road traveling <laughs> cats fucking hide me. it would
0: be hard to possess a cat to uh get a cat to willingly do something it's true that's probably why it's not possessed. Billy Zane's like, wouldn't you like some fancy feast? And the cat's like, you'll give it to me anyway. It's like, no, uh, yeah. I don't want fancy feast today. Try again tomorrow. It's like, oh, I, I said I wanted it, but that was only until you got it open and put onto a plate. Right now I want to eat this dead thing I found. Or just your shoes and socks.
1: <laughs> and then piss them. Take,
0: <laughs> take a huge shit right on the fucking front door. These are None of these things are cat things I've actually observed. I've just heard cats will do these. So I'm going to give Demon Knight just enough diggity. And I'm going to give the other one a fair amount of diggity. And I will be watching Demon Knight again, if for no other reason, just the effects. Oh, I thought you were going to mention all the boobs. <laughs> I can see boobs whenever I want. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, it's a little more special when if they just show up.
3: <laughs> you know what?
0: You make a fair point. It's like it's like the difference between having access to a bunch of streaming channels and just being able to turn the TV on and there's Shawshank Redemption already two thirds the way over and you can just watch the end. <laughs> just kidding. It's way fucking worse. Fuck regular TV straight to hell and the commercials it rode in on. Anyways, D heart Fair amount for surviving the game. An overwhelming surplus. Holy the the shit balls. Demon knights. Woo! <laughs> so a damn near perfect score for the most hammiest of Zaniac performances. And as it should be. Honestly, they should all be. Like we said earlier, all of Billy Zane's movies should fucking be like this.
2: All of them. I am mirroring D-Heart on the diggity scale. So I'm in a solid agreement on that. What about you, Steven?
1: So I'm going between An Overwhelming Surplus and Supreme Diggity on Demon Knight. Damn. I'm love laughing. this movie. It's I fucking love it.
0: Just just put it at Supreme then. No. You cheat. there's a, You can't pick two.
1: There's a couple things that I'm...
0: There, there are a couple things where you could say, that is very 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, If then they, they would have just been able to clean it up a little bit, you know, just put it in the overwhelming surplus category then. Fine. Stop being a overwhelming
1: surplus of diggity for That's Demon right. Knight. I'll give Surviving the Game... <laughs> God damn it, this is tough. Because, yeah, fair amount. I wanted to go just enough, but I can't. That fucking score. Yeah. God damn it. And some of the lines in this movie, there were a couple lines that we didn't mention on the show that were a little bit, uh... A little problematic. A <laughs> We're going back to homophobic Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that came out of nowhere too.
2: Yeah. It did. <laughs> so. Oh shit! is
1: the times, and uh, but it's the same story we've heard a million times, and yeah. also it's the the score. But Gary Busey was fucking psychopathic in it, so we'll give it a, We'll give it a fair amount. We'll stick it right in the middle. Stick it right in the middle and make it a popsicle. You know.
0: Yep. Shove that nightstick straight up that night guardsman's ass. Guardsmen's? Alright. Yeah, we're all watching Demon Knight again. Um, I would definitely watch them both again. They were both worth a watch for sure.
1: Okay, so we hope that you guys have liked our NPM Black History Month. Uh, we've got Women's History Month coming up next in March, which will be super fun because Philip's going to pick the movies one day before we record. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it doesn't matter when I pick them netflix and everybody else will just drop them immediately <laughs> so it's fine literally as soon as we pick a fucking movie it gets dropped from they're listening insane it's like they seriously fucking know what movies are watching we're
1: on a lot of different podcast platforms like spotify apple podcast TuneIn, overcast many others uh if you want to hit us up with some feedback you can find us on twitter at mpm podcast and on facebook and instagram at motion picture meltdown Check out some other podcasts from United Cypher, like uh, Music Video Countdown and the Curly Mustache Podcast. You can also go back and listen to older episodes of Talks Over Games, the Anime Alphabet, and Fallout Forecast.
0: If you would like to go to radioactivesuit.redbubble.com, you can check out our extremely limited merch selection.
1: Philip just went full Canadian. Yeah, <laughs> You can check out I, I said You <laughs> said yeah, I... <laughs> oh,
3: I
0: wasn't paying attention. Yeah, I wasn't obviously either. <laughs> Well, Sheets, I'm sorry, I'm not actually Canadian, so don't hate me. I just accidentally said Oot.
1: Philip, just tell the audience what the shirts are about. <laughs> okay.
0: So, you got. <laughs> okay, anyways. You have Zegama Beach, the shirt, which is from, from Showgirls. Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck it. Never mind. There's just go a some link... see some shirts. There's a link on the matter. website. Just see them. They're shirts. Buy them. Or don't.
2: <laughs> Consume.
0: <laughs> the Majizzard has spoken. That would be a great shirt. Majizard. It has to say the word Majizzard on the shirt. And, and it's just it's just half David Blaine half Gandalf.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: you know you want to wear it. Sheets, I can already see you jerking off on it.
1: I've been wanting of your hosts, Stephen The Roast Rosenberg.
2: Magizzard Collins. Cheeks the Streets McGee.
1: And we'll see you next time. Wow.
3: Yeah.